Hello and welcome to The Lineup from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Ladies and gentlemen, we take you now behind the scenes of a police headquarters in a great American city, where under the cold, glaring lights will pass before us the innocent, the vagrant, the thief, the murderer. This is The Lineup. It won't take long, Lieutenant. I, I've got to get back to my milk wagon. It won't take my long, horse. Mr. Mayo. Now, let's sit here. Yeah, I just think I hadn't been delivering milk. I wouldn't have seen this fellow run out of the alley. Just so you can identify him. Oh, I can do that. I'd know him any place. By the way, he scared Olga. Olga? My horse. Dead girl, Lieutenant, all dressed up like she'd been dancing somewhere. Had she been dancing somewhere, Lieutenant? That's something we have to find out. Uh, dancing... Then a few hours later... Uh, you never May I ask your attention, please? No, I guess you never do. Dancing. You people out there on the other side of the wire in the audience room, may I have your attention, please? Thank you. My name is Greb, Sergeant Matt Greb. I'll explain the lineup to you. Each of the suspects you will see will be numbered. I'll call off a number, their name and charge. If you have any questions or identifications, please remember the number assigned to the prisoner, as I call his name. At the end of each line, when I ask for questions or identification, call out the number. If you're sure or not too sure of the suspect, have him held. The officers who took your name will assist you. They're seated among you. Please be prompt with your questions or identification. I'll be prompt, all right. The way this fellow scared you. sure, Mr. Mayor. The bathroom and dress back into their jail clothes. It makes it quite difficult to bring them back after they leave here. The questions I ask these suspects are merely to get a natural tone of voice, so do not pay too much attention to their answers as they often lie. Bring on the line. All right, boys, all right, this way, move along. You the first boy. Yes, you, pick up your feet. Walk to the end of the stage and take your place. The rest of you follow. Now turn and face front, hands to your side. Look toward the people out there, they want to see you. Number one, Phil Rosica, vacancy. Where do you live, Bill? Near the arena. Uh, I like the wrestling matches. Where were you arrested? In a wrestler's dressing room. I, I like to help the wrestlers. What do you do for a living, Phil? I'm between engagements, Sergeant. Number two, Molly Deegan, burglary. Where do you live, Molly? Baker Street. Where on Baker Street? Number three. What were you doing when you were arrested? Gone home. The arresting officer found you crawling through a window on Vista Drive. It was foggy. I must have lost my way. Number three, Ozzy Duval. Open charge. Where do you live, Ozzy? I didn't do no murder, honest. Where do you live? Haven't I been doing all right? You had no trouble for me for six months now. Haven't I been doing all right? Him. The one with the mean eyes. Number three. You're sure, Mr. Mayor? His eyes. No wonder he's scared. I'll get... Any questions or identification? Sergeant Graham. Yes, Lieutenant. Number three, hold for interrogation. Yesterday, Lieutenant, you sitting there swiveling in your chair, me sitting here shaking and sweating. You don't have to shake, Ozzie. 
Just tell me about it. This time is serious, huh, Lieutenant? Yeah, Ozzy. Serious. Because a girl named Joyce Ronson was killed. Because you were seen at five this morning running out of the alley where she was found. You'd run, too, Lieutenant. What were you doing in the alley? I told the cop... Well, tell me. Well, sure, sure, I'll tell you. If I'm sitting here and you're swiveling back and forth in your chair, I don't do no good to lie, I know that. Now, tell me. Sure. Well, it's early morning, maybe five o'clock. I'm walking along, going home, you know. I passed this alley. I happened to look into what it. What happened? Please, Lieutenant, you asked me to tell you. Well, I look into this alley and I see the dame. The fancy clothes stretched out. I'm curious. I go closer. When I see what I see, I don't have to go closer. I run. What did you see, Ozzy? Somebody plugged her in the head. Bad, very bad. You know she was dead. Why didn't you call the police? What was my record? You kidding, Lieutenant? Uh, ben. Yeah, come in, man. We uh, got the medical on Joyce Ronson, Ben. Time of death established. Uh-huh, when? 2 a.m., a little this way or that, but 2 a.m. <laughs> oh, what's so funny? You'll have to excuse me for laughing, but I'm happy. A murder charge and you're happy? Sure, I'm happy. Because from one this morning till three, I was in an all-night Turkish bath. Hillman, you check, huh? Take him to the door, Matt. Turn him over to Flaherty. Sure, you man. Check, okay. Come on, Ozzie. Come on. All yours, Flaherty. Well, it looks like we go to work, Ben. You have something to work on? Naturally. Namely, the contents of Joyce Ronson's evening bag. And namely what? All the usual contents of a lady's evening bag. Vanity, lipstick, driver's license, miscellaneous matter. The usual. Anything unusual? Well, maybe. A dance program. Now, don't look at me that way, Ben. It's one of those cards girls fill out at a dance so they'll know who's got which dance. I know what a dance program is, Matt. Well, sure, Matt, sure. But, uh, look, let me read it to you. Uh, last night states on the top, the class of 1934, McKinley High School, 15th annual reunion dance. Reunion dance, huh? Anything else? Mm, yeah, yeah. From the look of the program, Joyce danced with only two people, Frankie Moore and Vince Bishop. Give me that program, man. Are you, you going somewhere, Ben? Yeah, I'm going to see how Frankie Moore and Vince Bishop enjoyed the dance last night. Frankie Moore. Oh, he's not in. I'm Mrs. Fisher, Frankie's landlady. You can give me the message. Uh, he'll be back soon? Mister, I'm like a mother to my boys. But I'm a good mother. I don't ask them where they're going or when they're coming back. Are you here about the wedding? Wedding? Yeah, Frankie's wedding. He was getting married this week. He told me, just like he tell his mother. He and Joyce were announcing it at the dance last night. Joyce Ronson? Oh, you know her name, so you must be here about the wedding. I'm afraid you're too late. I'm from the police, Lieutenant Guthrie. Oh, then it's the murder that brings you here. I read about it in the paper. Have you seen Frankie this morning? I wish I had. Poor boy. He'll need comforting. A mother's comfort. Somebody to... Oh, uh, no, sir. I haven't seen Frankie. When he comes in, tell him to get in touch with me, please. Of course, Mr. Guthrie. Of course I tell him. Yeah, just as soon as I had a nice motherly chat with him. Well, 
Yeah? What is it, Fernie? Sergeant Greb left a message for you. Message? Yellowtent. He said you didn't have to look for Vince Bishop because he was just picked up for robbery. Uh, where's Sergeant Greb now? Oh, same place he always is this time of day, Lieutenant. The lineup. I guess I was, Lawson. Number five, Vince Bishop. Suspicion of robbery. Where do you live, Vince? Look, this is crazy. I don't know any question, Vince. Where do you live? 2420 Johnson Lane. What do you do for a living? I run a diner. That's the man who robbed me. Hey, you. Give me back my watch. In my watch. You stole him. You get All right, take it easy, Mr. Ryan. Sergeant Graham? Yes, sir. Number five, hold for interrogation. Guthrie, a big mistake. Vince, what time was it when you held up Mr. Ryan last night? I didn't hold him up, him or anybody else. Look, I run a Mr. Dime. Ryan says it was around 1.30. He says he knows because he was looking at his watch when you asked him for it. He's lying. When my wife gets here, she'll prove he's lying. We've sent for your wife. She's going to say you were with her? She will. She will because I was. Well, tell me about it. Okay. I'll make you feel like a policeman to make me answer questions, so I'll answer. Until my wife gets here, then we'll just be citizens together. Ask away. How well did you know Joyce Ronson? What's that got to... Oh. I see. I read about Joyce. You've done some checking. You're looking for a pigeon. Isn't that the way it is, Lieutenant? A nice, fat pigeon. How well did you know her? How well as well. I went to school with Joyce. Saw her now and then in the street. Danced with her at reunion dances. Like last night? Like last night. Just before Frankie Moore announced he and Joyce were going to play wedding tones together. Funny thing. What? Joyce. She didn't seem like a girl about to hear a wedding. She was scared. I wondered what it was. Now I know. That's scared. Scared of you, maybe, Vince? Yeah. Blind alley, Lieutenant. You're trying to make me say I killed Joyce Ronson. I didn't. No. Because just before Joyce was killed, you were on the other side of town filling your pockets with Mr. Ryan's belongings. That's what happens. You get friendly with a cop, give him information, that's what happens. Yeah? Mrs. Bishop. We send her in. Now you'll see, Lieutenant. Vince. Why are you here? What's this all about? Look, honey, tell me. Now, wait a minute, Vince. Mrs. Bishop, I sent for you because I have to ask you a few questions. Certainly. But I don't understand Last night. You went to a reunion dance. Your husband was with you, wasn't he? Of course. We always go everywhere together. You hear that, Lieutenant? We go everywhere. I'll do the talking, Vince. After the dance, Mrs. Bishop, what time was it when your husband left you? Left me? That's right. Went out for a walk or maybe a glass of beer. Left the house. Lieutenant, you think Vince did something last night. Something against the law. I'm not saying he did, Mrs. Bishop, but he might have. Well, he didn't. And you know why? Because he was with me the whole night. The whole night, Lieutenant. Ben. Huh? 
Uh-huh. You've been sitting there a long time, Ben. Just sitting. Uh-huh. Frankie Moore, he'll call, Ben. I know what you're thinking, that maybe he won't call. That maybe Frankie killed Joyce Ronson and is now putting space between us and him. Oh, I don't know, man. You want us to go looking for Frankie? No, not yet. We'll wait a few minutes more. Well, if you say so, but I, uh... Lieutenant Guthrie. Yeah? Oh, yes, Miss Fisher. Yeah, right away. Now, let's go, Matt. That was his landlady. Frankie Moore just came in. My motherly feelings. Now, don't take it too hard, Mrs. Fisher. Something every mother goes through. I tried to make him call you, but he... <laughs> ah! A shot! Come on, Matt. <laughs> the window, Matt. The shot came from there. Too late, Ben. I didn't even see the car. It got around the corner. Frankie, he's uh, pretty bad, huh? Yeah. Frankie... Uh, Frankie's dead, Mrs. Fisher. It's your listening post to the world. CBS new program, Hear It Now, featuring Edward R. Murrow, Friday evenings on most of these same stations. The top international news and all the fields of interest are covered in this fascinating hour program. Be listening every Friday for Hear It Now, your listening post to the world. Like a son, he was such a nice boy. Please, please, Mrs. Fisher, man. Sure, Ben, sure. Mrs. Fisher, I, uh, I just want to tell you, Sergeant Greb and I, well, it hurts us that we were too late to save Frankie's life. Yeah, I know that, Lieutenant Guthrie. I know that. And now we'll need your help. My help? I can't help Frankie now. It seems like just yesterday I took Frankie down to the corner drugstore for a hot fudge sundae. Frankie was fond of hot fudge sundaes? Oh, no. Only when his daughter was here. His daughter? She... Yeah, that's right, Lieutenant. Frankie didn't talk much about her. Poor little thing, always dressed in that ugly uniform. Well, what kind of uniform? Oh, I'm sure I wouldn't know, Lieutenant. I never pried into Frankie's affairs. But I tell you, that... That long-nosed drugstore clerk. He would know. He knows everything. Matt, go buy yourself a hot fudge Sunday. I'll meet you back at headquarters. Get you some coffee, Ben. Yeah, what did you get, man? 
coffee. Frankie Moore, what did you get? Oh, three items on Frankie Moore. All right, Matt, let's have it. Well, first, on my way upstairs, ballistics handed me a report. Frankie Moore was shot by the same gun which killed Joyce Ronson. Well, what else? Mrs. Fisher was right about Frankie's daughter. The drugstore clerk remembered her and knew all about the uniform. Said it was the kind the kids wear at St. Joseph's Children's Home. You went there? Then. The headmistress at the children's home told me all about the child, but was unable to produce her even when I insisted. Well, get off of that, whatever. Because the child had been picked up this morning by the mother. Identified only as Mrs. Frankie Moore. And accompanied by an old dancing teacher from McKinley High School named Ella Barnes. That's all, Matt? Well, that's all, except that Miss Ella Barnes could not be located. But she's due at McKinley for her dancing class at 4 o'clock, which is in about 15 minutes. Hey, Ben. Your coffee, Ben. you to my dancing class, Mr. Guthrie. Speak up. I'd like to ask you some questions, Miss Barnes, about Mrs. Frankie Moore. Pardon me, Mr. Guthrie. Elsie, you may start the record. You may call me Miss Ella. Everybody does. You look familiar, Mr. Guthrie. Did I ever teach you dancing? I'm afraid not. Oh, you needn't blush. Dancing is a very masculine exercise. Look at Miss Jinsky. Uh, Miss Ella, if you don't mind. Mrs. Frankie Moore, you say? Excuse me, Mr. Guthrie. Limber, Elsie, limber, limber, limber. The left leg. That's right, dear. I'm sorry, Mr. Guthrie. I'm an old woman. I sometimes forget. Uh, What is it you were asking? Mrs. Frankie Moore, you were with her this morning when you went to pick up the child. Is it important for you to know, Mr. Guthrie? It's important. He sent you to get the child, didn't he? Well, you won't get her, Mr. Guthrie, even if you are from the police. I don't want the child, Miss Ella. What do you want, then? Speak up. Information about Frankie Moore's wife. Ex-wife, Mr. Guthrie. Divorced over ten years ago. I told Alice when she married him it would be that way. Caroline! Caroline, the hips, my dear. A part of the body. There, that's better. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Guthrie. I can't give you any more information. Miss Ella, I don't like to insist, Then why do you? Go to Frankie Moore. Ask him what you want to know. I wish I could. Frankie Moore is dead. Dead? Murdered. Come with me, Mr. Country. Elsie, take over for a few minutes, my dear. It won't be long. Right here, Mr. Duffy, my office. Sit down. Thank you. Thank you, Moore. Murdered, you say? Shot, Miss Ella. By the same person who killed Joyce Ronson. Joyce? No. I'm a fool. An old fool. One thinks of pupils as children to be protected. They grow up, Mr. Guthrie. One forgets that. Adults with adult emotions. 
I'll tell you what you want to know. Where shall I start? They try this morning, when you were with Alice Moore. She came to see me, woke me up. Were you expecting her? I haven't seen Alice since Frankie divorced her. I thought she disliked me because I tried to keep her from eloping with Frankie. When she rang my bell this morning, I was surprised. And flattered, I suppose. She asked you to go with her and get the child? Yes. She was afraid. Wanted me to keep the child, so Frankie... Uh, please go on, sir. That's all. The child is at my apartment, sleeping until this evening. This evening? Yes. I'm to meet her at the station. She said she was going to take the child away, where Frankie can't bother her. What time is she leaving? 7.30. Don't suppose Alice will be meeting me now, will she, Mr. Guthrie? Because you'll be asking her questions. We'll have to find her first. I don't know Alice Moore. No, you wouldn't, would you? Maybe I can help you, Mr. Duffy. So many relics. So many years. Memories of an old woman. Uh, Miss Ella. Oh, yes. yes, yes. Last picture of 1934. Look at their faces, Mr. Guthrie. Sure. Alice Moore, which one is she? Here. Forward from the left. You know her, Mr. Guthrie. I can see by your face that you know her. Yes, I know her. I'm glad I could help you. Now, please go. Before I'm sorry, I help you. Goodbye, Mr. Guthrie. the corner, like you said. What's up? Is that Vince Bishop's diner over there? Yeah, the one with the green light. Uh-huh. You didn't answer my question, Ben. Do you think Vince Bishop's wife killed Joyce and Frankie? I don't know yet. I think so. It's a long shot, Ben. You know that, don't you? Just because Alice Bishop was once Alice Moore. If we're wrong, it could mean trouble. Yeah, we'll take that chance. Now, ben, before we go in there, yeah. why don't we just pick up Alice Bishop, take her to headquarters where we can talk to her quiet like why not, huh? Because this is the way I want to. Come on, let's go. Uh, just a minute, Ben. Aren't you forgetting something? What? Vince used his wife as an alibi to clear him on that robbery charge. That means they were together. That's why I want them together now. Come on. It's locked. Uh, I can hear them moving around. Knock on the door. Closed. There's a sign on the door that says close. What do you want? We want to come in, Vince. I'm sorry, Lieutenant. We're busy with inventory. The Lieutenant said we want to come in, Vince. The Lieutenant didn't say it quite that way. Come in. Your wife here, Vince? Yeah, she's here. What do you want to know? Call her. She's busy. I said call her. All right, if that's the way you want it. Alice! Alice, honey, come in here a minute, will you? Vince, you know I'm trying to get this stuff. Oh. 
You didn't tell me. Now, don't be frightened, Mrs. Bishop. We just want to talk to you for a few minutes. You and Vince. I see. All right, Lieutenant. What do you want to talk to us about? Murder. Why did you kill Joyce Ronson? Are you crazy? I told you. You that... told me this morning you didn't rob Mr. Ryan. That's right, isn't it? You didn't rob him? Of course I didn't. Think about it, Vince. A robbery, you'd get a year, maybe two. Murder's a different thing. I didn't rob him. You heard what Vince said, Matt? He didn't rob Mr. Ryan. I heard him. Well, you better come along with us, Vince. We're charging you with the murder of Joyce Ronson. You're crazy. I was with my wife last night. Like she said, go on, tell him again, honey. Sure, I'll tell him. Vince was with me all last night. And if you arrest him, we're going to sue the city for every dollar it's got. You understand, Mr. Guthrie? You ready to go, Vince? I'm not going anywhere. Oh, I'll go ahead with him, Vince. Let him arrest you. They can't prove a thing. I'll get a lawyer, a good lawyer, Vince. When will you get a lawyer, Mrs. Bishop? Doesn't your train leave in an hour? What did you... Where were, were you going somewhere, Mrs. Bishop? This is ridiculous. I don't know what you're talking about. You better hurry, Mrs. Bishop. You don't want to keep Miss Ella and your daughter waiting, do you? Huh? What's this all about? Oh, it's nothing, Vince. Don't believe him. What's it all about? Well, I... I meant to tell you I'm taking a kid on a little trip. You meant to tell me? When? When, Alice? You were going to run out on me, weren't you? Weren't you? Vince, I... Don't bother, Alice. All right, Lieutenant. I got something to tell you. I did rob Ryan at 1.30 this morning. That's where I was. Now, honey, maybe you'll tell Lieutenant Guthrie where you were this morning? Your husband asked you a question, Mrs. Bishop. I'll tell your husband where you were, Alice. You were killing Joyce Ronson. I won't listen to this. And today, Alice, today you shot Frankie. Why? Vince, are you going to stand there? <laughs> Still in love with him, aren't you? <laughs> Everything I did was for you. Everything. What did you ever do for me? Feel like a common thief because the diner didn't make enough money for you. Out on the streets night after night and scared sick for you. Did you really think that would help, Vince? Ha, ha. For you. All the time you're in love with that cheap no You good. call him cheap. I hate you. Get out of here. I don't want to look at you. Listen to me, Vince. Listen to me say it. I love Frankie. I always loved him. Yeah, even when he didn't want me. So you killed Joyce because she was going to marry Frankie. Is that it, Alice? I couldn't stand it. Her with Frankie. Being with him all the time. You killed Frankie too, didn't you? He didn't want me. I begged him to come away, but he didn't want me. I came back to his room and killed him. again next week when we again bring you the lineup. May I have your attention, please? You people out there on the other side of the wire in the audience room, may I have your attention, please? Thank you. My name is Greb, Sergeant Matt Greb. I'll explain the lineup to you. 
Each of the suspects you will see will be numbered. I'll call off a number, their name and charge. If you have any questions or identification, please remember the number assigned to the prisoner as I call his name. The lineup starring Bill Johnstone as Lieutenant Ben Guthrie and Wally Mayer, Sergeant Matt Grubb, was written by Charles E. Israel with music by Eddie Dunstetter. Featured in tonight's cast were Howard McNear, Joe Duval, Wilms Herbert, John McIntyre, Jeanette Nolan, Tony Barrett, and Virginia Gregg. The lineup is produced and directed by Jaime Del Valle. Mark it down. This Sunday, January 7th, the day Charlie Wilde checks in at CBS, the star's address. You'll enjoy the adventures of Charlie Wilde, a private eye with a whole set of fascinating, unorthodox methods for dealing with men on the shady side of the law. Charlie Wilde, private eye, will be heard on most of these same CBS stations every Sunday, starting this Sunday, January 7th. Coverly speaking, this is CBS, where you find songs for sale every Friday night, the Columbia Broadcasting System.